Now you might be asking yourself, Eric, why do you talk so much about independence? And I want to share a story with you that, uh, well, maybe help give you a bit more context in terms of why I talk so much about independence. But before I do that, even I want to talk about what does in what am I talking when I'm talking about independence? What am I talking about? So when I'm talking about independence, it's supporting your loved one to develop the motivation and the ability to do more of the everyday things on their own, or maybe with a little bit less support. Okay, so why? Why do, why do I talk so much about this? And uh, why is it helpful for you? Well, you might have some ideas around that, but I want to share a story. So when my sister was, uh, when we're planning for my sister to move out of mom and dad's place and into my place in 2018, um, we were looking at, well, mom is providing a lot of support, right? Mom is the primary caregiver. Mom is, you know, doing everything from helping Sarah get up in the morning to meals, to planning her day, to transportation, to helping my sister with her evening routine. So like everything, right? So how do we even go about thinking about shifting away from mom doing all of those things, right? If mom wasn't doing all of those things, how is Sarah going to have her needs met? How is she going to be supported properly? So we did have part of a solution in terms of we had, uh, we were able to access some support. So in my sister's case, we were able to access three hours of uh, paid support per day for um, personal care. Now that was super helpful, right? That was going to be a part of the solution. But we also knew that my sister was going to need more support than just those three hours a day. So we're figuring out, well, how? Like, how are we gonna make that happen? And the reality is, is that we're vastly underestimating Sarah's capability. Vastly underestimating Sarah's capability. We, you know, I guess prior to that time period, really had thought of my sister as incapable and held very low expectations on my sister. And this is the reality for many people with developmental disabilities and maybe for you and, and your family as well. So we needed to switch out of that mindset and we started giving my sister more opportunities and providing her uh, support and coaching to be able to grow. And we saw her independence, her ability to do and, and motivation to do those everyday things increase exponentially. So, you know, many of those things that were being done by mom for Sarah, Sarah started doing many of those on her own or doing many components of those and then maybe needing support for, for some elements. Okay. So that's why independence and thinking about helping your loved one grow your, grow their independence is so important. Just one of the reasons. Right. So when you're thinking about what is life going to look like for your loved one, maybe for a time when they're not living with you, um, what does that support solution look like? And often we just jump to paid supports, right? My family jumped to paid supports. Um, and the reality is, is if mom wasn't doing it, like it was either going to be paid support or it was going to be Sarah uh, learning how to do new things 
and growing her um, independence, so her, her capability. Or maybe it was gonna be some natural supports, right? So we can consider kind of a mix of those things rather than just being locked in on paid support because often we don't have the access to paid support or good paid support or the right paid support. Really helping your loved one grow their independence is a forgotten thing. And I'm, I want you to start to think about it because it is something that you can work on now. It is something that you can work on during the COVID time period. It's something that many families have supported their loved one to grow um, tremendously during this COVID time period, right? And really, that in the, growing that independence starts at home. Often we think, well, uh, we can have someone else teach our loved one to grow their independence, whether it's you know, at a, some sort of program affiliated with the school or uh, a day program or things like that. But from what I see, that doesn't really translate into actual independence because we're in our own pattern, our own rhythm, um, our own way of doing things in our home. So for our loved one to grow their independence, it actually involves a change in ourselves, uh, a change in you as a caregiver. Right? You have to change your thinking to um, believe in your loved one and that they have the ability to grow, right? And that we need to hold higher expectations, right? So we're going to continue to talk about independence as the weeks go forward here. I'm going to continue to give you some tips on how to support your loved one to grow their independence, to grow uh, your loved one's motivation and ability to do more of those every day things and there's definitely tons that we can do and influence to make that happen. So scroll down, uh, leave me a comment here. Love to know your thoughts on this video, how it was helpful. And I'm Eric Gall. Together, let's take a small step forward this week.